welcome back to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday afternoon. And since it's Wednesday, I'm really stoked to welcome back on the program Cruzy McCalligan. Cruz, it's great to see you this afternoon. How are you? Hello, I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm very good. And for our listeners, uh, please feel free to join us this afternoon on Facebook. We are live right here, right now on my Facebook page, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. And you'll be able to see the wonderful Cruzy McCalligan with a with a rather rude backdrop <laughs> for your Zoom Ooh, chat. That's enticing. Sure. That actually makes people want to see my backdrop, right? <laughs> quite a rude backdrop you know what i mean that's like that's like that would pique curiosity i think um yes we're talking about rudeness being rude rudeness um i'm shaking my head because that's you know a a few types of people i can't stand liars and rude people yeah i'm right there with you although having read a lot of these things i recognize the rudeness in myself too (laughs) yes Yes. Um, at the same time, although I should also point out the people that I am most rude to are in my immediate family. So I don't know if you get a bit of a hall pass for that as well, yes. <laughs> if you know what I mean. I anyway, um, but it's funny because it's one of those things where when you have young kids and you try to think of a word to tell them not to do something and, you know, why we can't have certain behaviors or why we can't speak a certain way to somebody or we can say something or do something. And, and you think of different words and I, you know, I, I don't really like the word naughty. It doesn't sit well with me. And then I've tried cheeky, but then my kids just find that too funny. And I'm like, that's a bit cheeky. But of course, it's a cheeky word, cheeky. So everyone starts giggling and it doesn't have the desired effect. And then I realized I might as well just call a spade a spade and tell them I think you're being very rude. That behavior is rude. Um, and so then, of course, I have to try and understand what does that mean and what does that define? And so I, I thought I'd look into it this week rudeness and what rudeness is um but yes yeah, so rudeness just to, to start with a definition also called effrontery or effrontery um, is a display of disrespect by not complying with the social norms or etiquette of a group or culture so that's why of course when we think about things that are rude sometimes things are rude in some cultures that aren't rude in other cultures and we know that anyway right so there's certain ways of eating or drinking or moving or whatever or, or you know going in drinking and out of the soup space. Exactly, exactly. Um, And if you don't know, um, you're not trying to be rude, you're not intentionally being rude, but it's something that might be perceived as rude. And of course, these sorts of social norms have been established as kind of essential boundaries within a society and a community and normally accepted behavior. And to be, um, and of course, if we are unwilling to align our behavior with these things, it's what we would usually refer to as being rude. Someone who decides to ignore etiquette or ignore having nice manners is we, we we have a sense of someone being rude so that's kind of um what we what we think about as a definition of being rude and forms of rudeness are quite it's quite broad when you say that someone's being rude there's lots of ways you can be rude um it can just be acting in an inconsiderate way um you know when someone uh, like steals your taxi from in front of you when you're waiting you've been waiting uh, or sliding the taxi the stealer that's bed. very rude yes right you know it's rude um or someone just being really insensitive or um deliberately offensive of course you can obviously be very intentionally rude impolite um obscenity profanity um kind of like violating taboos kind of like you could say uh, someone was rude because they were uh, behaving a certain way i mean of course there's there's obviously in some cases like rudeness can go so far that's when it can become a crime like hate speech isn't just 
being rude or offensive to someone. It's actually a crime. So that's what we kind of think about rudeness. And of course, rudeness tends to, unfortunately, perpetuate rudeness. Um, and the act of being rude or being the recipient of rude behavior has, has been shown to impede our productivity, our emotions, and our overall health, which is why I think that you're grumpy when you parent toddlers. <laughs> because, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, but yes, it, it's a stressor and it affects our health and our well being because it's emotionally upsetting. No one likes being cut off in a queue or uh, bumped into or someone um, being uh, passive aggressive, of course, that's like a, a, a personal pet peeve. I, I really can't stand passive aggression. I find it very, very frustrating from other people. Um, and of course, herein lies the problem. Rudeness happens when someone behaves in a way that doesn't align with the things that we think are appropriate or civil. And you can't really assume that the people you're encountering share your core values about how you should get along either. Like I remember over the weekend, um, sitting in a cafe and I had ordered a coffee. And when my coffee came, I, I naturally, as tends to be my habit, thanked the, the, um, the waitress for bringing it over. And I said, thank you. And that was just like just feels like quite a natural thing to say and looking over at the table next to me um at a lady who was there by herself who was on her phone and never and she had order after order arrived she was having a pretty delicious looking breakfast and it was a coffee then it was a drink then it was some food and not once did she thank the waitress and I got really worked up about it in myself I was like can't you just look up and just nod like you're not on a sad or an angry phone call you're just having a chat can't you just do a little like nod of respect but no, and I thought, how rude of her. <laughs> and, um, and we do have, you know, but you-, you I feel the same way as you, Cruz. It's actually <laughs> cutting me up and I can't even speak. Why won't you? I, I don't know. Just and people who get on the minibuses and people who get off the minibus, they don't say thank you to the drivers. It drives me no, nuts. Just say so thank hard. you. They work all day for probably, you know, not very much money. Yeah, just say yeah. thank you. Ah. Oh. Yeah, so I'm right there with you, Noreen. So that's that's something I felt. The funny thing is, as well, though, um, I have a bit of a habit with my children um, that when they are being particularly rude, like maybe they run off from me or they like they're not listening, I'll say to them, "Excuse me, miss," right, <laughs> to like kind of get their attention. And unfortunately, I often do this in earshot of other women who then spin around ready to, <laughs> to have a go at me because they think I've just proclaimed from behind them, excuse me, miss, <laughs> which would sound incredibly rude. But I was, no, 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 I'm talking to a four-year-old. Like, don't, don't worry, I wasn't directing my comment at you. But I just realized how that, because it's a kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing I say to my children, right? But of course, that's not how people would perceive it. And if someone said that from behind me, I would also be like, around. sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> on <laughs> so anyway but rudeness begets rudeness and this is something that we that we realize um and that it's referred to as the fact that incivility this kind of incivility and rudeness is almost like a virus um you you touch it and you unfortunately don't realize that you can often pass it on to others um there was research done um, at Georgetown University um, that showed that when people experience more rudeness, they are less motivated and they actually cut back on the amount of effort they put into a certain task. And they're shown they're far more likely to leave an organization compared to an organization where there's less rudeness. Um, and that um, this also showed that there was research showing that that incivility or rudeness between customers and workers increased Within or, or when it increased within an organization, sales performance dropped and employee absenteeism increased. So employees not coming to work and not being at work increased. 
obviously this is a bit different now when we think about those sorts of studies because a lot of people have worked from home for the last 18 months but they do we do see this kind of rudeness triggering rude responses and i think there's a lot of things now that we don't um that probably would seem very offensive to certain groups of people. Like I have to be reminded to like put my phone down sometimes if I'm in someone's company. My daughter once said it to me like, oh, mom, put your phone down. I'm talking to you. I'm like, that's a very valid point from a four year old. But um, but yeah, so it, it, it's interesting to, to see that, that it does have a big, a big effect. And we tend to ruminate on rude interactions. Um, maybe talking to someone else, telling someone, oh, this person was so rude. They said this to me and they were so rude. Um, and of course, we 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 do, we shut our people, friends of mine tell me all the time, oh, and then I went to, I went to, you know, this woman just snapped at me about this thing, or she said this thing, or whatever it is. And um, and oh, sorry, oh Cruz, can't you turn off your phone while you're doing yes, this really audio so column? That incredibly rude of me. I'm very <laughs> excuse sorry. me, miss. I'm very, very I really apologize. <laughs> excuse me, miss. <laughs> It'd be a good line to have on a t-shirt though actually wouldn't okay, it very good um anyway um so but of course there's lots of ways that we can break the cycle of rudeness because rudeness does tend to inspire rudeness in us even in the fact that like have you ever have you ever interjected because you've seen someone being rude to somebody else uh, and so you've responded to the uh, rude person in your own rude way kind of passive aggressively when i open the door for someone in a shopping mall or something you know it was just you know people after you know person after person came through the door and i was just sort of standing there opening the door and not one of them you know maybe four people went through said thank you so that yelled oh. after them and said you're welcome. you're welcome and i just realized <laughs> that's terrible because i'm being rude anyway yeah i'm, I'm not proud yeah. of that and no, um, but i think yeah. <laughs> i think it's 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 quite hard to find that balance and that's why it's quite difficult to break out of that you know that feeling because I, I i remember watching someone in a meeting really talk in a very derogatory and rude way to oh. somebody and i said can you watch the tone of your voice please oh, wow. like i don't think that i said i don't even think i said please i think can you watch the tone of your voice and then they came at me and it was all just like very tense and i realized like i didn't diffuse that very well at all i could have been like maybe we could all adopt but then at the same time i feel like you can you can't be too passive aggressive right <laughs> sometimes you just need to call a spade a spade and being like you're being incredibly rude oh, but <laughs> so. you know i have to say that there's this person um in the office who's 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 no longer works here anymore but i used to always like just nod at, at at him and then he would never sort of acknowledge me and then one day i said good morning and he was very shocked that you know i actually said good morning and i realized he was just shy or maybe he just yeah, had some yeah. sort of like social anxiety um so yeah. then i just felt a, a bit bad that i imposed my sort of good morning on him maybe i was being rude in his eyes i, yeah, I don't I, I don't know do, do you know what i mean like I mean, sometimes well, we're not not judging people for, for for not abiding to our standards like we're just we're just naturally quite like oh thank you you know but there are some people who maybe have some sort of social anxiety. I'm, I'm not saying that was the case for the lady in the in the coffee shop. I'm sure, I don't know her, but th there was. <laughs> yeah, she could have just been very rude, that miss. Um, <laughs> but then, I, but then when that gentleman was sort of really surprised and and almost like, oh, hi, that kind of thing, I realized perhaps I was I was imposing my bubbliness on on that person, and yeah, I, I suspect he thought I was being rude. <laughs> Can't win. I think well, I think, well, this is, we're going to, we can talk about some of these things. I've had a look at what the experts suggest are a good way to avoid and stop the rudeness virus. <laughs> it's like a public service oh. announcement. 
um, in addition to like get vaccinated for COVID, let's talk about how we can address the root mitigate rudeness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, firstly, which is something we've both touched on, is acknowledging people and expressing appreciation. So that is saying hello, thank you, and all the other niceties we know. Um, and the act of kindness itself kind of changes the tenor of things. It changes the the vibe, right, in a situation. Um, and survey uh, data in a research group showed that the biggest predictor of how often people are rude to you is actually how often you are rude to other people. So I think that's quite a nice reminder that be be the change you want to see, I suppose. Um, um, the next one is, is to not let rude behavior fester. So when someone does something rude and you internalize it, negativity festers, which can lead to resentment and things like that. Um, so it, it helps. It's it's, it helps you express how you feel about someone's behavior towards you. So use um, statements such as, I felt this when this happened. I'm not sure if you're aware how I felt when you said this. And things like that can be a way of explaining to someone why you felt that their behavior was rude. The next thing is just to avoid rude people. Um, you can't necessarily skip all interactions with someone, a colleague who is rude, for example. Um, but you can limit it when you can um, as well. Also think about how your behavior will sit with others. So um, most interactions that we have actually are pretty ambiguous in terms of meaning as human beings, right? Like we're, we can always over-interpret, under-interpret and differently interpret what someone means and what they've said to us and everything. We all know this, right? Like anyone who's been dating and psychoanalyzed a text message of six words will know that human interactions are very ambiguous. Um, but what we what we mean is is like try and rely on the target that we would like to infer in the meaning. So try and just be what you like. Be clear about your own intentions and be honest, and then hopefully that will um, help things. There, let niceness be a bit more contagious. The next one is to apologize if you do find yourself being rude. So um, if you do find yourself being rude apologies and seeking forgiveness are actually very important for our mental health because it doesn't sit well with, I would say 90% of people that when we're rude to someone or we snap at someone or, you know, you get another telemarketing call or whatever it is and you think, I'm sorry, I don't have this, the time for this or whatever it is. It doesn't sit nice, it doesn't sit well with us to know that we've been rude to another human being. We're not actually designed to be nasty to one another. So if you do find that you are rude, um, and I think this is even true with my children. Sometimes I have to say, I'm very sorry that I was grumpy with you because it wasn't very nice to me. I was being quite rude. <laughs> and then, you know, it actually makes you feel a bit better about it because we're human and we make mistakes, but at least then we have it as an opportunity to be a bit nicer. And um, the next point, which I think is something you touched on, which is kind of believing in decency, like not going around thinking that everyone's out to get you all the time. Um, and that way you're always going to be on the defensive and rudeness will kind of automatically follow. The thought leads to the emotion, which leads to the behavior, right? So instead, start with the assumption, just in your mind, start with the assumption that people have good intentions. Mm, like it yes. might sound a little bit fluffy, but the idea is that approach interactions with in with strangers as well as people you know in a much more positive way um and so attribute bad behavior maybe not to a person but to a situation as you said you don't know if someone's been having a really bad day they just got some bad news if the interaction they've had with you was the 
tip of the iceberg on every other bad interaction they've had in a day. So we don't know. And we tend to forgive our own bad behavior really easily. And we do We'd be like, I'm stressed, I'm tired, I'm grumpy, I'm hungry, whatever it is. But we don't tend to cut other people as much slack. So try not to go around thinking everyone's out to get you because you will always be on the defenseness and ru rudeness will follow. Another one is to smile more. It sounds a little bit like um, cheesy, I guess, uh, but smiles, like genuine smiles, which is hard considering the masked world we live in, which might be why we're being a little bit more sensitive to rudeness at the moment. Because you um, can't they see go the a smiles. Way. You can't see smiles. You have to really squint your eyes. That's why I'm I do. getting wrinkles. I smile under my mask and then I try and make my eyes look like I'm, my eyes are smiling. You know what I mean? Like you've got like really squinty eyes. Like I'm really smiling under here, you know? Or do like a little weird kind of giggle, like when I go past people, like I promise I'm smiling, you know. Um, but they can be a really, they can go a really long way to counteracting rudeness. Um, so that's that's kind of a really interesting thing too. However, before we get away from all of the rudeness things, um, it's quite interesting to know that some people um, think that rudeness can have a positive influence on professional development um, and personal development as well, which is really interesting. So they, they did find, they talked to, um, uh, there was a study done, they talked to 18 mental health professionals, including counselors, clinical psychologists, rehabilitation and family support workers to explore their experience of rudeness at work. And they asked them to identify uncivil behavior, discuss how they responded to it and their coping strategies for it. Because of course, these are in professions where they're, they're, they're interacting with people who are probably not feeling their best or in the best situations of their lives, right? So um, the re results indicated that mental health workers experienced a range of behavior they considered rude, all from like uh, people not turning up to appointments, being insulted and swearing, sworn at and things like that. But they did have some, um, they did say that going through this experience of rudeness aided their personal development because they felt that they gained important insights into why some clients behaved rudely and learned techniques to diffuse or deal with rude behavior. Because obviously you need to, it's like that thing about, oh, I wish I'd said that in the moment or I should have done it that way. Like we all have that, like hindsight is 2020 kind of thing about experiencing someone who has been particularly rude. But of course, if you're in a line of work where you experience rudeness all day, every day, you get a lot of practice at how to manage it, which is super interesting. Um, so uh, a lot of mental health practitioners in the study perceived that rudeness was caused by a client's illness, their current situation or traumatic events from their past. And understanding the root cause enabled them to view the behavior as, as part of that person and part of the development of a relationship with that person, rather than as that person just mm. trying to be a jerk. You know what I mean? So that's really interesting. They also say that, you know, um, interpreting rudeness as a challenge to be overcome can enhance resilience. Um, that they say, you know, that, um, and sometimes rudeness is displayed through humor, which can also bring people closer together and develop rapport within relationships as well. Um, so there's, a, yeah, so it, there's a lot of kind of funny ways around when we talk about rudeness, um, but essentially, it's really interesting because we also think that we don't like people who are rude, but so often we put them in positions of power. Um, and this is really, this I thought was quite interesting. They say that rudeness is one of the purest forms of power play, an effective way of controlling a situation, asserting your own superiority and showing other people how very, very special you are. Because look how rude and important I am. 
Um, and so it's really fascinating in that way because I do think sometimes in a room, the person who is rudest seems to be getting the most attention and we seem to give it to them. Um, and it, it's, not a, it's not a positive, but it's interesting to think about it. Um, you think about like, you know, how rude the previous president of the United States was. He was a very rude person, but he was the president of the United mm. States for a time, right? A time we will all hopefully forget, but a time. And um, so it's really interesting that that kind of rudeness, um, we, we have this idea of ego that powerful people are other and being rude and being bold enough to be so rude and disregard other people must make you very, very important indeed, which is, of course, incorrect. <laughs> not true at all but there is a bit of a psychological element to it in the way that we think about in the way that we think about power and rudeness as being a way around that and i think you see this in different groups of people as well like you know when you go to certain places and there's a very affluent group of people who may have lots of money and lots of good things but also don't necessarily speak with a lot of kindness because they're very their perception of themselves is very powerful and when we have power that of course apparently means being rude <laughs> which is obviously not true for everyone um but it's yeah so we say that like society organize us we organize ourselves as a society very well to punish silence or disown truth tellers right so like we'd say that a lot but rudeness on the other hand is often welcomed in the manner of like a false god um so we can regret you know we can we can regret um yeah, so it, it's it's so funny that we think of people who are being rude as somehow just because you're loud, um, you're loud and bold, that somehow you you deserve the attention you're mm -hmm. getting. But as you said, like there's lots of ways we can just be a little bit um, nicer kind to, and courteous. Uh, kinder, yes, kinder. absolutely, a little bit more empathetic, um, and we can also we can also uh, talk to children about that. It's just nice to talk about like to say what would be better to say than what the rude things that they are saying or doing. We could try and model the more positive behavior. I do have a quote we can finish on because I realize we're reaching the end of the segment. Um, and it is from Arthur Schopenhauer, who wrote The Wisdom of Life and Councils and Maxims, which is like a heavy sounding book, if I'm being honest. And he said, it is a wise thing to be polite. Consequently, it is a stupid thing to be rude. To make enemies by unnecessary and willful incivility is just as insane a proceeding as to set your house on fire. For politeness is like a counter, an avowedly false coin, with which it is foolish to be stingy. So it's like saying, like, we should use our politeness. We should be generous with our politeness. Well said, Cruz. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for your sharing this afternoon. We shall be thinking about our own actions and sometimes we are rudest to the people closest to us. Sometimes we can be quite snappy to our loved ones uh, without yep. being in... We're just Definitely. Not, yeah, we're just, oh, what's... <laughs> Um, but the important thing is to always apologize after, I think. Oh, well, maybe not yeah, to do it in I, the first place, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, on this note, Cruz, thank you so much for your sharing. Great chat about rudeness. I hope our listeners enjoyed our chat this afternoon. Thank you so much to Cruz and McCalligan once again. Bye for now, Cruzy. Bye.